Capitalism has the ability to be the most amazing economic system ever invented by the human race. Why? Because it's the only economic system that is boosted by the amount of commodities and services available. That's right. That means that money can be printed for free, provided you are providing more and more goods and services to the people. That means that in exchange for producing something, the bank will print money to back up the ability to buy that product. That's how capitalism should work. Let me give you a quick example. If there are 1,000 people in the whole world and there are 1,000 pounds also in the whole world, everybody has access to one pound. But the human race, as a, as a, as a race, we, we, we grow, we multiply and we extend our reach. So let's say these 1,000 people have babies, they turn into 2,000 people. If we only leave £1,000 in circulation, that means that people no longer have access to £1 each. They only have access to 50 cents each. So capitalism allows another £1,000 to be printed for free to keep everybody at the £1 level. That is how capitalism should work. But then I ask myself the question, that's not been my experience of capitalism so far, and I'm sure it hasn't been your experience either. So what's going on if we're told that money costs to be printed in the form of interest and that it's difficult to earn, then what's happened to our system? And the simple answer is it's been hijacked. Join me on this podcast as we talk about how our economic system has been hijacked by the 1%. It's been rigged so that they get richer and we get poorer. And what we can do as a, as a race of people to take back the power of printing money and turn capitalism back into the economic system it should be and how we can go about it. Hi there, and welcome to another amazing episode of Digital Age Dad. Now, in this episode, we're going to examine truth. What is truth? Now, maybe some of you are thinking to yourself, well, truth is something that's true. And you'd be right in saying that. Of course you would. Uh, Truth is something that isn't false. Again, you're perfectly right. But how do we know that something is true? For example... There are two types of truth. There's objective truth and there's subjective truth. Objective truth is something that is true, always. It doesn't matter what is happening. A subjective truth is something that is true for you, but not always true for somebody else, or it's true in a certain circumstance, but not true in another. So let's look at an an objective truth, something that is true for everybody everywhere. Okay, an objective truth is that your body was born here on this planet and your body is going to die. That's an objective truth. It's true for everybody. It doesn't matter where you are. You have been born on this planet and you will die on this planet. Or your body has been born on this planet and your body will die on this planet. That's an objective truth. It's true. You know, a subjective truth is something that is true according to your perspective. Okay, now we could get into the flat earth, round earth thing. You know, flat earthers are convinced that it's true that the earth is flat. And round earthers are convinced that it's true that the earth is round. That's just the way it is. But again, it's a subjective truth because really it's, it, it cannot be proved either way. Okay, you either accept the flat earthers version with their proof or you accept the round earthers version with their proof. And each of them have their own proofs and uh, their own problems but you have to decide which one of those is true now i'm not getting into the whole flat earth round earth debate i'm just using it as an example okay flat earthers are convinced that the earth is flat round earthers are convinced that the earth is round 
both can't be true at the same time but yet the way our universe works they can be true at the same time it's a very our universe is very complex but a subjective truth and i'm going to go a little bit deeper here i mean an objective truth another objective truth the sky is blue okay we all agree that the sky is blue we all look at the sky if somebody says to you what color is that they'll say blue but the subjective truth behind that is what color is blue you see because there's no guarantee and there is no way of proving that the color that you see is the same color that i see now let me explain that a little bit further we both look at the sky and we both ask the question of a third person what color is the sky that third person will reply to both of us the sky is blue yeah but there's no guarantee that the color that i am seeing and the color that you are seeing and even the color that, that third person is seeing is the same color who's to say that what i see as blue you see as pink or what you see as blue i see as green now the reason i say that's subjective is because it's impossible for me to know exactly how you see the world because i cannot put myself behind your eyes i cannot look through your eyes to see what you're seeing in the same way that i cannot put myself in your skin to touch what you're touching neither can i put myself in your nose to smell what you're smelling so all of the all of the information that we interpret because at the end of the day our senses what they do is they take vibrational information turn it into electrical information and transmit it to our brain which then interprets the information that it receives so there's absolutely no reason to believe that the color that i see as blue is the same color that you see as blue you may well see the the inverse of the colors that i'm looking at and um so things like that become a subjective truth and the further you go down that road of subjective truth you realize that the world is actually and the universe itself is full of so much possibility that could exist at the same time purely because none of us can be sure that we are interpreting the world oh right okay right sorry my little son wants to be on the podcast as well um there's there's no way we can know that everything that that we are looking at we're all seeing the same thing or all feeling the same thing or all touching the same thing you know maybe when when i put something hot you know i touch something hot maybe i don't it doesn't feel as hot to me as it does to you or maybe it feels hotter to me than it does to you and we can't know these things we can't tell what each other are actually are actually feeling so a lot of truth is incredibly subjective and this is why i've i've always uh, said that, that that judging others is an absolute waste of time because you cannot put yourself in somebody else's body you cannot view the world or smell the world or taste the world or touch the world the way that somebody else does every interaction with the universe that each human being has is completely individual to every other human being and that that is what makes humanity such a special species because we are each capable of having our own experience and communicating that experience to each other 
to share that experience. And that's why humanity is such a magic species, because we're not just common animals that cannot communicate their feelings and their sensations and, you know, everything else that we can interpret. Um, Other animals aren't capable of doing that. But yet as a species, what we tend to do is look at how different we are from each other and not focus on how similar we are to each other. And, we, you know, we spend most of our time fighting with each other as opposed to just sort of getting on with each other and having a laugh. You know, I've, I've said on various occasions that life should be and could be one massive party, but we complicate it so much. And one of the major ways we complicate it is with money. You know, money has become so important in our lives. It's become so necessary. It's now no longer the tool it should be. It's become a bane. It's become a a way to enslave humanity to think that money is important. But it's a subjective truth. I don't think money is important. I think it's a tool. I think it can be used. I think it can benefit humanity if it's used properly. But at the minute, it's being manipulated to keep us enslaved. You see, so that's that's a subjective truth. That's the way I that's the way I see it, and maybe you see it the way others see it, which is that money is a a necessary a, necess- a necessity in this world. It might be nece- necessary, but it's a necessary evil. It's very very evil the way it's used at the minute. Money, of course, but you can find out more about that in my upcoming book, uh, Money Secrets. Uh, it's going to be out around the first of April. Um, I am taking pre-orders now. Um, I'll put the website up where you can pre-order the book. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Truth truth is incredibly subjective, which is why we should all be more tolerant with each other because the way you interpret the world and the way I interpret the world are completely different. And I cannot understand the world the way you understand it, apart from communicating it to you. And even if we understand the world in different ways, we're both right because it's totally subjective. Okay, have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. Check out my six steps to becoming a millionaire self-investment course. The only course on the internet where I promise to make you the money necessary to make the next step on your road to becoming a millionaire. This is the only course that allows you to invest to begin with your email address, And I will show you in that first level how to make the money to make the investment in the second step. And in the second step, I will also show you how to make the money to invest in the third step and so on, right up until the sixth step where you will be a millionaire. Okay, make the investment in yourself. Check out www.workfromhomedad2020.com. Leave your email address, get access to my private members area, And I will show you exactly the steps to take to become a millionaire. Invest in yourself.